Mate, did we watch a thing this week? Yeah, we did. Ho, ho, ho. Well, ho, 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 and Merry Christmas, y'all. I'm... Like, everyone knows I don't get into Christmas like you. <laughs> Come on, you're I got excited. Nothing. I got nothing. You got nothing. I did. I do have something. Yeah? You Okay, everyone else isn't hasn't found this out yet, but... When we go out for our little Christmas celebration soon with our co-workers. Yeah, which we're doing in about an hour. I have a Christmas shirt. Do you? Yep. <laughs> what is it? Is, no it one's- is it one of those ugly sweater type things? Yes. <gasps> really? No one's- I'm not getting called the Grinch this year. You're, But you're basically a Grinch. You hate carols. You hate great movies like Reindeer Games. I don't hate carols. You hate Christmas trees, don't you? Am I correct in that you hate Christmas trees? No. I hate- Plastic things in the shape of trees with decorations on <laughs> That's them. That's right. That's I love right. Christmas trees. You hate fake Christmas trees. You're yes. all about them real ones. Yep. So do you go out, I was going to say hunting, do you go out searching for a Christmas tree and chop it down? I, I would thing? go so far as to say I hunt. <laughs> I get, the, you know, the war paint <laughs> and an axe. You sneak hiding behind trees while looking yeah. for trees. Yep. Yeah. I off a pine tree, I'm like, you're mine. <laughs> That, that, that's a great visual. <laughs> I'm going to sketch that. Do it. Uh, but we're not here to talk just about Christmas. We're here to talk about the best action Christmas movie ever. For our last year's Christmas special, you made me watch what Die Hard. we say best? <laughs> so I retaliated by making you watch something better than Die Hard, which is... Nothing. Reindeer Games. <laughs> yeah, you did. Now, I've been trying to get you to watch this movie for 10 years, 15 years, as long as we've known each other. And it actually even... It, it, it even started once. There yes. was a time, this is going back years now, where I was around at your place yeah. and you were like, we, ha- we have to watch this movie. And your wife and I were like, no. <laughs> and you were like, we have to. And we're like, okay, we'll start it. But five minutes in, if we say so, yeah. we have to stop. And, and it, got, it got five <laughs> minutes in and we were like, stop. And, and I- you were like, please, please give it another five minutes. Just another five minutes. And we're like, I'm like, we were looking at our watches, and as soon as it got to 10 minutes, we were like, turn this shit off. Yeah, I don't know what's- You guys were just in a bad mood. Turn <laughs> it off. So this year, you and your partner came around, my wife was there, and we all had a nice little Christmas get-together, and we watched a great movie all together, and it was great, wasn't it? Was it was a great night. It was a great night. So Reindeer Games, alternatively titled Deception, or that Reindeer Games is better, is a 2000 American crime thriller film directed by John Frankenheimer, who was a real- actual director (laughs) (laughs) not made up (laughs) you know what I mean written by Aaron Kruger starring Ben Affleck Gary Sinise and Charlize Theron with Danny Trejo Clarence Williams James Fran and Donald Logue in supporting roles what's it about Toph? um (laughs) what indeed (laughs) can we start with just the tagline of the film the trap is set the game is on yeah Yeah. the trap is set that's on point (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if Admiral Akbar was here, I know what he'd say. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> you mean sitting down to watch this movie was a trap? Yes, Billy. <laughs> Billy trapped us. <laughs> so I know that you think I'm joking when I say I love this movie. Well, for a while I did. I think I've come around to accept that you actually somehow <laughs> really like a movie that is like this movie is used as a punchline. <laughs> in in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Yeah, well, and not just, I think I've heard it referenced on Family Guy, like, but it's a fucking great movie. People don't agree with me. 
The critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is 25%. The audience score is 27%. Yep. So not that much higher. <laughs> One thing that's, you know, it, it's, it is nice when you get surprised by movies. We, we say that. Quite often. It's not yeah. most you don't see what's coming. Most so you movies, didn't see the twists in this film? No. What I didn't see coming was that Daredevil was not the low point of Ben Affleck's career. <laughs> you were just set to rag on this. You didn't even give it a chance. Um, no, but look, I'm going to find as many positives as I can. Um, I so thoroughly- you, you didn't find the film fun at all? Oh, God, no. It's Okay, yeah, let's get this out of the way. This film is a... I don't think the critic score quite does justice to how, oh, that's to how bad this film is. I don't is. understand it you sometimes. It is so bad. This is like Venom all over again. You didn't feel the film was self-aware? No. Re- so you, really, you don't think it was just trying to have a bit of fun? You no. think it was trying to be a serious action think, thriller? Yeah, this is, a th- this is an action thriller just gone bad. That's ridiculous. It's, that is such a wrong opinion. It is horrible. <laughs> it is horrible. Your opinions are bad and you should feel bad. That's like, just wrong. This it's this kind of thing that reminds me of why when Gone Baby Gone came out, you forget that everyone was like, I'm not going to watch a movie directed by Ben Affleck. Why would I subject myself to that? Ben Aff I am a Ben Affleck apologist. I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he's a fantastic director. I will watch anything the man does. And when you think back to the fact that I would watch Ben Affleck murder my mother. That's how much I love Ben Affleck. Sorry, mum. Wow. <laughs> um, don't worry, Billy's mum. I would be there for you. I'm not saying I wouldn't help. Billy would be like, Ben, have at it. <laughs> well, his performance would just be so enthralling. I'd get in the way. You'd, you'd, you'd be a good Samaritan. I would. That's good. Your mum and I are mates. Especially around Christmas time. It's yep. good, good to be a good Samaritan. Absolutely. So, but like, I don't want to, you know, I've just said, I don't want to be full Grinch this Christmas. So why don't you tell me about your love for this film? I, I first saw this film, it must have been the year 2000 when it came out. So we're talking like 18 years ago. So I was, what, 13? So think about 13-year-old Billy watching this movie. It's fun. It starts with a bunch of dead Santas and you're instantly gripped. You're like, why are these Santas dead? Why are they in a casino? You know, and then you get Charlie's Theron. You get Ben Affleck pus- pumping out awesome lines like, I'm going to get me a damn hot chocolate. Okay, I was going to say, my next point was going to be, is this where, is, is it just that you connect so much with Rudy because he's sick for hot chocolate? He does spend like the first 15 minutes of the film talking about going home for turkey and just talking about the food he's like in the cranberry sauce and the turkey and the mashed potatoes. And it's not the That's only time- That's why I want to get out of prison. It's not the only time he brings up hot chocolates. Oh, no, it he happens is, several times. He's more hung up on hot chocolates in this movie than Paul Walker was on sandwiches <laughs> in The Fast and the Furious. He's got the cocoa madness. He does have the cocoa madness. <laughs> so, but, like, I, th- there are things that I enjoyed about watching this film. Um, you getting annoyed at your wife and I texting each other about... <laughs> yeah, yeah. At one point I messaged you both, stop. <laughs> it was like the parent in the room. You were looking at the wrong screen. <laughs> Put your phones away. <laughs> And I know the kind of stuff you guys were saying. I can guess. It was just, no, oh, this is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your impressions are getting good. <laughs> I do great impressions, I'll have you know. I know. That was, that was spot on. <laughs> um, so other people that are, that are in the film, we've got Gary Sinise. Who's, Isn't he great in it? Whose career didn't quite work out. 
post nineties did it. Post Lieutenant Dan. You go from you know Forrest Gump, which he's really good in. Uh, I love him in Apollo thirteen, and then we find out why he landed in television because <laughs> he, of this. What's because, he doing in television? He's in. He's in one of the. He's in. A, a CSI or an NCIS. Oh, he's you're in, kidding. He's in one of those things. Oh, that, that's really far you know, down the tree. <laughs> you know, your dad's favourite show. Yeah. He's in, he's in one of them. <laughs> he was great in this though, wasn't he? Doesn't he do a great job of playing a creep? He is abysmal. He's a creepy looking he dude. He is- What do you mean? Beyond bad. Tell me about this. Like, and okay, granted, in Gary Sinise's defence, and every, the entire cast's defence- you couldn't make this script work. Oh, piss off. You, like, the script is fun. He's having fun with it. It's so bad. If I didn't know that that was Gary Sinise, I'd be like, this would be this guy's only role ever. Okay. Because no one would employ him this, again. This, what you're saying is absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> and I, I just don't understand it. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to Google Reindeer Games quotes, and I'm just going to read some out for the dear listeners so that they can get how great the script is. There is some really awesome stuff going on in here. Is it? I love hot chocolates. <laughs> okay. When I get in there, you better be wearing nothing but a candy cane. Come on. How great is that? There's a lot of creepy stuff in Actually, this. that was Charlie's Theron who says that. Some <laughs> of the characters in this movie, like this was a Miramax film, so and we know that the oh, Weinsteins yeah. were in and there's some <laughs> there's some stuff in this film which Harvey I mean, would have ticked off on. Well, actually the entire plot really is a little bit it's kind of pretty Harvey. It's- like let's so for people that don't know. Ben Affleck's character, Rudy, gets out of prison and pretends to be his friend who just got killed in prison so that he can bang this hot bird who he yeah. sees. Yeah, it's, okay. All right. The, so like the, that's that's not okay. So the, All right. So the basic premise starts off a little bit funky. A little bit. But then it, it all comes around in the end because then, spoiler alert, the big twist is that his, his cellmate was in on it the whole time and yeah. he's not really dead. In one of the most- Uninteresting reveals in cinematic history. Okay, so are you telling me you saw it coming? I didn't see it coming, but I also- One of the reasons why I didn't see it coming is that why would it occur to you that a character that you don't remotely care about (laughs) would reappear at the end of a movie? Oh, come on. And when he does, it's like, oh, that guy's back. (laughs) (laughs) Shrug of shoulders. This is ridiculous. All right, here's a Gary Sinise line. I read your letters, convict. Don't play no reindeer games with me. Woof. Come on. Oh, piss off. We actually, <laughs> there was actual, actual laughter at your house when that line <laughs> happened. Actual oh, laughter. Here we it's go. that bad. Here we go. Here, here's a great hot chocolate line. All right. When they're trying to convince Rudy that he's going to help out, he comes back with, nah, fuck that. Nick doesn't do anything until Nick gets something for Nick. I want some hot chocolate. You want to hear about some Indian casino? I want to see some goddamn hot chocolate and a piece of pecan fucking pie. Come on. And this is a movie you like. I love that. You don't <laughs> like that? What about that would I like? <laughs> what wouldn't you? It's fun. <laughs> it's just, okay. Like, is it just that it made you think of food? I, I, I do really like food. Let me ask you this then. We watched a lot of movies this year, all right? Of all of the throwbacks we've watched this year, this isn't the worst. Tell me that. Mate, that's for, that's for the end of the episode. You know that. No, come on. I can't reveal that at this come point. Come on. I can't reveal I that at that this point. I know that you hated Sphere. I know that you hated John Carter. You can't hate this as much as those movies. I can't tell you that yet. I'm going to leave you in suspense. Like, and Something this, that this movie didn't do. And not, and not just throwbacks. This isn't the worst movie we watched this year, period. This is nowhere near Insidious The Last Key. I can't tell you that. You, I, oh. 
I tell you what's like you, you know you're like how could you not be hooked by those dead Sanders at the the beginning of the movie? I, that's one of my favorite opening scenes do, in a movie ever. Do you know what's terrible about that? What is that? Then at the climax of the film, when everyone's dressed up as Santas, there's no tension at all because you know that they all die. No, 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 no. You're missing the point. The point is which ones are dead. They're all dressed as Santa. You can't see their faces. Is Rudy one of them? Uh, probably not. He's the main <laughs> character. Yeah, but <laughs> you're missing the, the joy. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I okay. really am. Here's something you can't deny. There has been a debate for years about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie, all right? That's true. This movie, there is no denying this is a Christmas movie. I'd argue this is the crispiest, Christmasiest, cri- crispiest, the, cri- <laughs> the most Christmassy of all action movies ever. You can't deny that. Uh, no, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang's more Christmassy than this, and also- by so by some margin better. Do, do they rob a casino dressed as Santa's? No. No. Nah. Do they play? Is the entire soundtrack Christmas carols? I can't recall the specifics nah. of the soundtrack. You're wrong. What I can recall is that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang's really good. <laughs> it is a good movie, isn't it? <laughs> you know, everyone says that like Iron Man is what relaunched Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, no, that's not, not true. That's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Shane Black gave us back the Downey. Yeah, Jr. Yeah. How good is it at the beginning of this movie, like when he gets out of prison and they do this bulk release where they just kind of open the gates and are like, <laughs> run free. I don't, I don't think that's how prison release works. You don't reckon? You reckon they release them one at a time, like uh, drip feed them back into society? That's my guess. Nah. It's probably easier for the guards if they're just like, all right, guys, it's release Wednesday. Oh, fuck it. All right. <laughs> all right. Tell you what, prisoners, we'll count. We'll close our eyes and count to ten. If we find you- You have to stay in prison. Oh, I'm picturing it more like a Black Friday sale. You know, like the gates open at midnight. They're only open for 10 minutes. So you just got to run to the front. Um, Let me look through my notes here and see if I can find something else positive because I'm I'm not a Grinch. Okay. All right. Let's talk positives then. On the acting side, right? You've said that Gary Sinise was terrible. I don't agree with it, but those are your words. You didn't care for Ben Affleck. Horrible. That's fine. Let's look at the positives. You cannot deny that Charlize Theron and Machete, Danny Trejo, are awesome in this movie. Danny Trejo's got like two lines. Yeah, and they're awesome both times. I've got no beef. I've got no beef with, with Machete in this film. I mean, he's, he's just a cool dude. You see him in a movie, you're like, this movie goes up three points. I'm just trying to sway your score here. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how that goes for you. <laughs> but what about Charlize? Has, I mean, she has said this is the low point of her career, hasn't she? Like, she has actually said that. Yeah, she did. Yeah. <laughs> she said, this is not a good movie. She did it because she wanted to work with the director. Yeah. And a great, great director. Very famously, like, very controlling. Like, wanted to control every aspect of film. And I think that's why this film is so great. It comes from one central vision. Right. What's your thought on the stunningly common use of really wide-angle lenses? Because personally, I'm like, I get to a point where I'm like, I've- had a gut full of this viewpoint. Really? Yeah, it doesn't work for me. I thought the cinematography was really quite interesting in this film. You get some Dutch tilts. We did look at each other at one point and we're like, oh, Dutchy. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't happen often. I didn't find anything wrong with the lens choices. So when you say wide angle, do you mean- Really? So do you mean wide shots or do you mean wide angles even for close-ups? Wide angles for close-ups. There's a lot of times where if I'm if I'm operating the camera, yeah. you would have to be- I mean, right genuinely, like, like, nose to the lens. like half a meter away. Yeah. And you're in, you're, we're kind of focused on you, but we're also seeing the entire room kind of thing. I'm not saying it's necessarily always a bad shot, but it's just so common in the movie that I'm tired of it. Yeah, I think there's probably a reason for it. 
I think I'd like to I'd like to ask John Frankenheimer, but he, and he he's took, dead he, sadly. He took all the secrets of this film to the grave. He did. I you know this was the last film he ever directed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a note to go out on. <laughs> are you saying that this? Are you <laughs> the saying that the movie killed, killed him? I'm not saying the okay. movie killed him. I think I think old age killed him. <laughs> I mean, he was a he was a big director in like the 50s and 60s. Yeah, like he'd been he'd been yeah. That's a long career. Yeah, the Manchurian Candidate. Look. I think that the wide lenses are probably a stylistic choice to keep your eyes looking around the frame, you know, noticing those hidden things that he's hidden. It's like it's like when you watch The Sixth Sense, and I don't know if you've listened to the commentary or anything, but there's a lot of hidden details there. Like there's red on screen every time there's a dead person, and that's just a little subtle hint that you should be noticing things. And I think that's what Frank and I was doing here in Reindeer Games. I think if you look around the screen, you're going to see some little hidden stuff there that's going to kind of help you figure out, like, the deeper meaning of the film. Okay. Yeah. Um, sadly, <laughs> I'm never going to watch this again, so. <laughs> you know what? We should watch it again for next year's Christmas special. It should just become a tradition. Um, looking through my notes here, I have found something else that I liked. Hang on, you kind of skipped it. We still haven't spoken about Charlize. Well, I did. I said that she was pretty embarrassed by it. Yeah, but you didn't talk about her performance in the film. Right. Like, do you think she was good? Do I think that Charlize Theron was good in it? Yeah, do you think that she brought, you know, a little something to the role, to the film? This is by so far the worst performance she is, that I've I mean, seen of hers. Yeah, but even that being said, she is so charming. And, so, like, even a bad Charlize performance is still amazing. But it is the the only bad Charlie's performance I've ever seen, and this film now has that going forward as well. But it's, it's like pizza, you know. Like you can go get like a really nice gourmet New York slice, or you can get Domino's, and it's just as good. And I, that's what that's what it's Charlie's not, is in this film. We've been over this. She's, it's not just as good. She's the greasy Charlie's. <laughs> she's char grease. <laughs> Yuck. I mean. Charlize Theron is the best thing about this film. Oh, absolutely. And so that's that's my height, that's my praise, is that the worst Charlie's performance ever is the best thing about this film. I, so even though you don't like the dialogue, what about Affleck's performance? Like Horrible. He's, no, he's great. What about Horrible. All the, what about all the cheesy grins he does? See, when the movie- Just Affleck doing Affleck. When the movie ends on an Affleck cheesy grin while he's eating Christmas dinner and is just like Robin Hood style giving all the money away, how can you tell me that you think this film takes itself seriously? When that is your final shot is a slow-mo Affleck cheesy grin. It's a sign that it's bad. <laughs> there is no way the movie takes itself as seriously as you think. Well, if it's not trying to be serious, then, then it should be fun, and it's not. Because it's just horrible. You're really starting to annoy me here. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you, mate, you knew what this was. When you picked this film, you knew what was going to happen. Sure. Don't tell me you didn't. I was really hoping that you might come around. No, you weren't. You've blindsided me a couple of times this year. Golden Voyages Sinbad, I never thought you were going to rag on it the way you did. Yeah. But, I, you know, I've got my notes here and I found something else that I liked. Okay. You weren't a part of this. The other three people in the room had a Yarra Valley Gamay that we were drinking <laughs> and it was delightful. <laughs> well, I had a root beer and it was delightful, just like the film. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Just as nuanced, was it? Yeah. Now, Gamay is a grape. Gamay is a grape. That's not- a really dumb name for a grape. Well, I didn't name it. Um, not dissimilar to Pinot Noir. Okay. I've also never tasted that. <laughs> I'm sure it's good. <laughs> uh, it was lovely. Everyone enjoyed it. So that's your, that's your final good note about the film. It's my final good note, yeah. 
Do you, do you have any more negative notes or should we just end it there? I'm probably about done. <laughs> <laughs> You're done? Yeah. All right. What are you scoring it? It's got it, can I, it has to be higher than a 3. Okay. I'm I'm hoping it's at least a 4. Like I've said, I'm not I'm not going to be the Grinch. You gave Insidious the last key a 2. A 2. And I, I'm I'm not going to be the Grinch this year. It's not going to happen. No one's going to say it because in deciding between scores I was like, you know what? It's Christmas. Okay, so can I ask, since it's Christmas, did you take my feelings into consideration? Mate, I'm not that ungrinchy. Okay, so just add a one. To whatever you're about to say, add one. Well, in choosing between two scores, I decided to go with the higher one. Okay. Because I was like, it's Christmas. So you're giving it a two. And you're one of, you know, you're one of the people I care most about in this world. Oh, that's really sweet. So I bumped it up to a two. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> because it's probably really a you one. Absolute dickhead. This film is appalling. <laughs> You genuinely think this is the worst movie you've watched this year? Yeah. This whole year? Of everything you've seen? In 2018, this is the worst movie I watched. You have to be joking. I'm not. What? This thing is a, just a bag of crap. This is what Scrooge gave. T- if, if he could have, he'd have given DVDs of this film to his employees. <laughs> in a rubbish old sack. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing, you stinking workers. <laughs> How much do you reckon a DVD of this film costs? <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm going to check eBay. Like, what do you reckon? $2.99. $2.99? I bet you it's at least 10 bucks. I mean, they'd be rare. Oh, mate, you can, get a, you can get a poster for $12.95. Oh, uh, autographed by everyone. $5.25 for a brand new DVD. That's a ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy yourself a glass of Gamay instead. Too expensive for Scrooge. <laughs> but he'd get a bulk order. <laughs> That's true. He'd, he'd get them from Walmart or something. Yep. Look, I don't understand this. To me, this movie's a six. <laughs> <laughs> it's above average. You give me this. This is a positive review from Billy. This is at least six to seven times better than Ocean's Eight. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> I love this movie. I just think it's so much fun. If you haven't seen it, please don't listen to it. Just try it and then let us know for yourselves which side of the fence you're on. Because I guarantee you, you're going to have a good time. That's a trap. <laughs> there is, there's, there's Charlize, there's Christmas, there's Carols, there's Ben Affleck. It's, it's fun. It's right there on the poster. It's fun. It's, <laughs> it's a trap. The trap is set. The game is on, man. <laughs> okay. Just watch Die Hard, people. Again. You're claiming this film takes itself seriously. The movie's called Reindeer Games, and the rain the main character's name is Rudy, Rudolph. You're telling me that that's not a giant joke? Y- yeah, that is a joke. <laughs> I-, I think I'm done with the conversation. I think I'm, I'm done, done with this film, so <laughs> I'm done with Christmas. <laughs> you are the Grinch. Well, you, dear listeners, I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. Speaking of our listeners, I do have an email to share with you. Nearly forgot about this. How do you know I didn't read it? Oh, did you? No. No, <laughs> didn't think so. Uh, this comes to us from our good mate who wanted us to watch the 10-day film. Dear We Watch The Thing, thank you for your shout-out at the beginning of the Widows podcast. Billy, exceptional performance as always. Topher, I look forward to being dealt with off mic. <laughs> Have you- We were messaging just yesterday. Yeah? Yeah? Well, actually, no. Actually, sorry. He, he emailed me yesterday and I haven't got back to him yet. Ooh. Was he the one who said that my Stallone impression was bad? No, I'm not telling you who said that. Because if it was you, Daniel, 
I'm going to fuck you up, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know that you like me more than Topher, but I'm going to fuck you up. I would still like you to review the 10-day masterpiece. As per Topher's request, I am willing to fly you both to Melbourne, put you up in comfort, provide food and drinks and a good screen, the film, and all the drugs you can stuff in your snout. If you'll review my chosen film, Billy, ask Topher to confirm I'm good for this if you want to do it. He is, for anyone that's ever played Monopoly with this man knows not to trust him as far as they could throw you. Okay, he does have an alternative offer. Alternatively, if you don't want to walk the path of absolute lunacy, I would like you to review the Brandon Lee film, The Crow. You could do it as one of your throwbacks. I know that you're both of an age, which means you know the film, and I love it. Either option is fine by me. I have a confession to make. I am of that age where I know the film. I've never seen it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, and that's he hasn't had a Patreon request yet, has he? No, he hasn't. All right, so that's that's locked in for our next... All right, next throwback, The Crow. Will it be as good as this one? (laughs) I'm going to give it a two just to pay you back for this. (laughs) That's like a film that, you know, that the demise of Brandon Lee was The Crow. Yeah, I mean, he died in making it, didn't he? uh, Which is what I think happened to Frankenheimer. He saw the cut of this and just (laughs) keeled over. (laughs) You know, if if I like go all goth. Not to mock the dead. If I like go all goth, I look like Fat Crow. Oh, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I think that'd be a fun spinoff. Yep. Fat Crow. Love all the crows. <laughs> yeah. You, the crow, Russell Crow. Russell Crow, yeah. Yeah. Russell. No, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I was going to say Russell Brand. <laughs> he's not a crow, he's a Russell. <laughs> Dark hair, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've tried 17 times to reboot the crow. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Russell Brand. Maybe. That'd be funny. <laughs> I don't think funny is the point, though. <laughs> Just like it wasn't with Reindeer Games. All right, so that's not going to be our next episode, though. What are we watching next week? Uh, we're hitting Netflix. We sure are. Check out the new Coen Brothers anthology. Not leaving the house. No, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Mm, I've seen it. Yes, I know you have. I've heard so many mixed things. Everyone's like, oh, there's this one story that's not as good as the others. And everyone who says that's talking about a different story. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we have a little bit of a, you know, Good conversation, maybe a disagreement. Not like today's disagreement, but <laughs> I'm excited for that. In the meantime, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or wewatchedathing at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all under the handle at wewatchedathing. If you want to help support the show, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash wewatchedathing. And we hope you all have a very, very Merry Christmas. Hopefully, you'll watch Reindeer Games Christmas Eve, and it will be the best Christmas Eve you've ever had. I also hope everyone has a fantastic Christmas, which will be aided if you don't watch this bag of crap film. (laughs) And if you want to do us a Christmas favour, tell three friends about the show. Let them tell three friends and then them tell three friends. Goes on and on and on in a giant pyramid of love. Not a scheme as such. Just, Mm. just, you know, kind of triangular shape. More a virus. Yeah, yeah. As Agent Smith might put it. Let's take over the world like a virus. A virus. (laughs) Catches. Don't worry, I'm cutting that. (laughs) You better.